Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. I know this is not going to be one of the uh, main topics of the day if you read the news or listen to the news or anything, but I want to talk about it anyway because it's really important. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to a time when you were younger. And remember this. You can identify with it. That's why I'm going to talk about it. Remember back, oh, maybe when you are 10 or 12, you wanted to be included in a group. All right. So you're waiting for a phone call. You're waiting for somebody to call you back and say, hey, we decided, you know, our little group, we're going to we're going to have you we're going to invite you in. Maybe it was play to, to play basketball or <clears throat> any of those things, any, any sporting event. Maybe a, maybe it was a party you wanted to go to and you were waiting for the phone to ring. Right. Or or on the other hand, you were calling someone you were trying to trying to uh, contact someone and they wouldn't. They wouldn't answer the phone, okay? They wouldn't. They wouldn't answer. And maybe it's a girlfriend. Maybe it's somebody that you you dated. You wanted to date again. Uh, you call her. She doesn't answer. Doesn't answer. Doesn't call back. You leave a message. Doesn't call back. Now, you you can identify with that, right? Yeah, sure you can. Everybody said that happened. Be it a, be it a, uh, a job interview. Maybe you interviewed. You thought it went really well. You call. You know. You never hear anything. You never hear anything, even though they told you they were going to call you. Never hear anything, so you call back. Uh, you get a secretary. Um, the person you're wanting to talk to is busy. We can't put you through. We'll leave a message. Never hear from them, right? It's happened to everyone. <clears throat> well, imagine now your defense secretary, Lloyd Lloyd Austin. All right. Now this is this is Lloyd Austin. This is a big. He, he's the first black man to lead the Pentagon. Big fat tub of lard, weighs about 300 pounds. Used to work for Obama, right? Gets appointed by Biden because he's black. Skills aside, no one cares about that. Qualifications out the door. We don't care. You're a black guy. You're going to be in charge of the Pentagon. Okay, fine. Whatever you think. Then also we've got. Uh, oh, let's see who else. Who else do we have? Millie. Oh yeah, that idiot from the uh, uh, Joint Chiefs. Okay, the guy that that admitted that he was giving information to the Chinese. Remember that right in front of Congress? Nobody said a word. This guy's a complete and total failure. Lloyd Alston and Mark Milley. All right. Now, imagine that you are one of these two guys. And imagine that you're making a phone call and you're trying to do everything you can to prevent a Russian invasion uh, of Ukraine maybe you want to talk to Russia and, and and in my in my opinion this is exactly what should be going on there should be dialogue between Russia and the United States continuously but let's just say for the sake of argument you're one of these two guys head of the military okay head of the military both of them one one is one is secretary of defense and the other one is the chairman of joint chiefs it doesn't get any bigger than that you make a phone call to Russia. You want to talk to your counterpart over there. And I'm not going to say their names because I can't pronounce them. But it's basically the Secretary of Defense and the Joint Chiefs in Russia. They won't return your phone calls. They won't take your phone calls. Now, what does that tell you? 
What, what does that lead you to believe about America right now? Okay? America. We are not the, the feared empire anymore. And this proves it. This just happened. They just admitted this Thursday. This was yesterday. Just admitted this. That, and I believe the story was Millie and Austin frequently reach out to Russian counterparts and get no reply. Get no reply from your counterpart in Russia. How does that how does that even work? I mean I and this this goes straight to the top, folks. Straight to the top. Biden, Joseph Biden, the president, Hong Kong, right? He cannot get Saudi Arabia or the United Arab Emirates to call him back. They won't even answer the phone. They don't want to talk to him. What is going on in the world right now? We are in a lot of trouble. The American people do not realize what's going on. This is this is significant. I know it's it's a story that was way down on on the list of things that are important today. God forbid we we, we don't talk about transgender or or the Ukraine war or uh, uh, the fact that abortions are trying to be limited in some states. My God, let's talk about that. But let's not talk about the fact that no one fears our army anymore, our military. No one does. And they can say what they want. They can say what they want. They can say that that is absolutely untrue, that they do fear us. They don't. Otherwise, they'd be returning your phone calls. Okay? They would. Why would you not return a phone call to the President of the United States? Why would you? Because you don't care. Because he's not scary. Because he's not powerful anymore. He's a, he's a crusted old fossil that doesn't make any sense when you do talk to him. So why am I supposed to fear him? Okay, we've got a military right now that's in a lot of trouble. Back in 2014, this started during the Obama administration, this woke culture. They, they started inserting it a little at a time. Again, I always go back to the reference when you're, when you're whittling a piece of wood. It's, it's these little slivers that eventually end up and you have nothing in your hand because the wood's all gone. That's exactly what's going on here. They, they, they insert these tiny little shreds of, of uh, information or changes, and, and at the end of the day, it brings down the whole thing. In 2014, Defense Secretary at that particular time was Chuck Hagel, <clears throat> and he mandated what he, did, what he did in 2014. It was he mandated an environmental roadmap, okay? Now, what that states is, they need to, what, what, what it boils down to is they're mandating deference. And this is what it says in the bill, or in the, uh, in the uh, memo. It says mandating deference to environmental concerns. Okay, so what that means is the military has to take environmental concerns into account before they do anything. So what does that mean? I mean, what are you going to do? Put out an environmental impact statement before you you blow something up because i tell you what at the end of the day folks at the end of the day the military does two things two things and two things only they blow shit up and they kill people that's it that's all the military does that's all they're supposed to do that's all they're trained to do but now we're trying to remake them you know this this woke culture is trying to remake the military into the i guess the uh, kinder gentler uh, military I, I the best i can figure out i'm not really sure they want you to have a certain set of uh, uh belief system they, that, that that's what they want i mean for instance what was it after january 6th 
Um, well, it was actually February 3rd, Lloyd Austin ordered a defense stand down for 60 days, okay? And what he wanted to do is he wanted to have training on extremism, all right? And, and we, have a, we have a lack of a, a, a problem here. We don't really have that. They, they don't, there is no extremism that they could find in the military to speak of. Just because some people from the, uh, from the military, ex, ex-military guys, veterans, were involved in the uh, January 6th protests, somehow or other the entire military has been, been damaged. I don't understand what they're talking about. Here's the problem. We have got, we have got, we're allowing, we're allowing women into the military, which is fine. I have no problem with that. But we're changing everything in order to accommodate them as well as transgenders. You know, at one point, uh, Trump actually made it illegal. He, he wanted to forbid transgender people from serving in the military. And what's Biden do? He changes that rule immediately. He just, it, 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 transgenders can serve in the military now. We've got, we're allowing more hairstyles for women now in the military. Uh, pregnant air crew are to wear maternity flight suits to fight our wars. Did you know that? Did you know that? We're, 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 we're making concessions. We're, we're, we're actually making concessions for breastfeeding mothers. They don't have to go out on maneuvers if they're breastfeeding. That's, that's where, where it's come. And I, again, I'm not trying to put women down because that is part of, of being a woman. I don't care what the, uh, our Supreme Court justice says. That's part of being a woman. But at the end of the day, do we need that in the military right now? Do we? Because here's the problem. China, China is becoming, they're building their military up. Have you noticed that? And they're becoming more masculine. Okay? They're becoming tougher. They're becoming meaner. They're, they've, got, they've got toys and um, missiles, things that can destroy aircraft carriers from hundreds of miles away. They've, they've got stuff, ballistic missiles that we don't even have, the supersonic ballistic missiles that we don't even have. And what are we doing? We're becoming more feminine. That's what Joe wants. Joe Biden says our military needs to become more feminine. Now, what did he do? Like I said, he, he issued a requirement to promote and protect the rights of all LGBTQI plus people. That's what he did. That's what he did. And then he wonders why nobody calls him back. He wonders why nobody pays any attention to him. The entire military. Why would you be scared of these people? Russia's not scared of us. They couldn't care less. Yes, we've got nukes. Absolutely. I don't know if you've ever seen. I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, movie Red Dawn. I, I'm not talking about the one with North Korea. That was all nonsense. That was a remake, and it was a horrible job. I'm talking about the original. I think it was back in 1984. Uh, Red Dawn. It had uh, Patrick Swayze in it and Charlie Sheen, um, a couple other people. Anyway, long story short, it, I don't know if you've seen it. If you haven't, it, it was about an invasion from Central America and Cuba and took over the United States, or at least a large portion of the United States. In one fell swoop, they just did it. On one day, they came in, took over some major metropolitan areas, took over parts of the military, and suddenly we had an invasion from uh, a central a central uh, uh, America. And Russians were involved, of course. We had to make the Russians out to be the bad guy, of course. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But do you understand what's going on right now? We've got an invasion coming from the southern border. And if they lift that Title 42, uh, it's from the U.S. Code that relates to public health and welfare. If they lift that, there's going to be, they're, they're expecting 18,000 people a day coming across that border. That's, that is an invasion, folks. 
that is an invasion. I, I mean, they may not have, they may not be a military, but if you've seen these people getting off the buses, they're all young men for the most part. The majority of them are young men coming from the, from everywhere. And it doesn't necessarily mean Mexico. It doesn't mean South America. Or South America. It's everywhere. Haiti. They're they're finding their ways their way over from the Middle East. Okay, we we have an actual invasion going on. And what are we worried about at the Pentagon? We're worried about LGBTQ. Okay, in March of 22, Biden issued an interim. Uh, a proposal and and uh, it was a strategic guide is what it is it's called interim national security strategic guide and what it states in there is our our where our focus is going to be in the military basically is what it boils down to they mentioned climate change a dozen times and they you, they they mentioned lgbtqi plus several times so that just gives you an idea where we're going we're becoming weaker and softer, and we're going to pay for it. I can tell you right now we're going to. The military has to be tough. It has to be ready, and it has to be. When you join the military, there's a set of rules. You know that it's all volunteer now. There should be no reason for this that's making these accommodations for people. There really shouldn't be, in my opinion. When you join the military, you know it's going to be tough. You know you're going to be. You basically are selling your soul to the military, and if we don't have that, and we don't have that kind of a, a fighting force, we're not going to be around long because the people will see us as weak, okay? It's, it's, there's no getting around this. And when the head of your military, you know, those positions, can't even get someone to return their phone call, that's when I know we're in trouble because no one's paying any attention to us anymore. They're just not. Why would you? Why would you? I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I want a fighting force that's mean and armed. That's what I want. Because if I've if I've got if I, if 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 I want when you when you if, say you're say you're a, a a celebrity and you want to hire a bodyguard you're gonna buy you're gonna hire somebody who's LGBTQ with purple hair and and no no shoulders and a straight line from you know the back down and this is a guy I'm talking about okay who who who's who seems soft and 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 wears fingernails and stuff you're gonna hire him or you're gonna hire the big dude that weighs about 260 and it's got shoulder blades that go out to, you know, who are you gonna hire looks like he's been lifting weights all day and he's heavily armed that's the guy I want I don't want some some cream puff okay and I certainly don't I, and no offense to women by any stretch I'm not trying to but you have to admit a pregnant woman's not going to be much of a bodyguard, right? Am I wrong on that? Or or a hundred and ten pound uh, a woman? What, who's she going to take on? Who's she going to take on to protect you? No one. I'm not saying she can't do things in in the background, but I mean at the end of the day, the people you want on the front lines, you want them mean and you want them armed, and you don't want and you want them to follow orders. That's what you want. I can't believe our military's made this turn. I, I it's embarrassing. It really is. And I mean, I've never served in the military. I, I have to admit that I've never done that. But at the end of the day, they're still my military. I'm a U.S. citizen. I want the mean, armed, and ready. And I don't think we're any three of those, okay, anymore. I don't. I don't. Not when you're having seminars and telling people how they're supposed to act about sexual preference. Who cares? Who cares about that in the military? If you don't want to be in the military, don't go in the military. It's still a, 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 a volunteer force. Don't go. Don't go. 
stay away. I don't want to hear it. And I certainly don't think that my taxpayer dollars should help you have a transgender surgery. Okay. I, I just don't, I don't believe that. And I think I speak for most people. I really do. I really do at the end of the day. This is the most ridiculous thing. And we are at risk right now. We are talking about things. We are rearranging chair, deck chairs on the Titanic. This is something we should really, really be concerned about. And it's not even a main, it's not even a main story. I'm, am I the only one that finds this amazing? That, that, the, that the, uh, the, the leaders of our military can't get a phone call returned? Our president can't get a phone call returned from Saudi Arabia and, you, and the United Arab Emirates? Okay, w what's happening here? I guarantee you Trump would have got his phone call returned. I guarantee it, I guarantee it. So there we sit in a position now of weakness. That's where we're at right now. We are weak and we are vulnerable and we are absolutely, we're absolutely blinded by this LGBTQ nonsense. And I say that, I don't dismiss it completely, but I don't think it should be the main issue of every single thing going on in America today. I just don't. I just don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm, I'm willing to listen because that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it from the get-go. You have got to have some respect. And we are not respected and we're not feared in this country anymore by anyone. They can say they are. They can say they are. They can say we're, that we're their friends and stuff. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. When you can't get a major country to call you back, I find that amazing. I really do. And it's scary. I'm more scared of that than I am of nuclear war. I really am. Because this is insidious. This is something underlying that you don't know, that you, you can't, you can't, it tells so many stories. It really does. It tells you where we're, we're at as a nation. And it really is scary. And I hate to I hate to dwell on this, but I read that and I could not believe it. And I don't know if you heard it, but it's 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 embarrassing. I can't believe that I can't believe that they even admitted this. And 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 you can imagine the things that they're not admitting that are going on. For one thing, uh, NBC is reporting that uh, the the United States is actively using uh, is actively lying about what's going on in in uh, Ukraine in order to fight disinformation from the Russians. That's what that was what was reported today. NBC's saying that. So at, at the end of the day, they're admitting that you cannot believe anything that's going on in the world today when it has to do with Ukraine. And that's because the military is weak. Our military is weak, bottom line. Well, that's all I got right now. I apologize for going on and on about that, but it is. It's very important to me. And it should be important to you. This is ridiculous. We have to have a military that's tough. We really do. All right. I will be right back with the news. This is the Average Joe Podcast. Average Joe Podcast. All right. Let's see. The first story of the day is Katanji Brown Jackson was confirmed 53 to 47. Uh, pretty much what I expected. Pretty much what I expected. Cinema and mansion, they folded like an aluminum lawn chair instead of taking a stand on this as, a, as Democrats and saying, you know, this is wrong. Uh, Romney, Collins, and Murkowski, they all should be thrown out of office immediately. They could have beat this. They could have beat this. They could have, they could have gotten this turned down if those five had changed their minds. But I, I have no respect for any of them anymore. I don't. Mansion, cinema, they're Democrats. But at the end of the day, they should have voted against her. And Romney, Collins, and Murkowski, there's absolutely no excuse for them. 
None whatsoever. Uh, number two, media is silent on Harris staff exodus. She's got more people quitting than, 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 than McDonald's. I've never seen anything like it. I think she's lost. This is the 12th one since last June that's quit. So, and nobody's talking about it. No one's talking about it at all. And I don't know how you get people to come into this and take over from the hellhole that they're talking about she's got right now. This mess she calls her, her office. Apparently, she's impossible to work for. She's, she's one of the most arrogant people I believe I've ever read about in, in, in uh, uh, politics at this level. I've never heard of anything like this. You know, she's unprepared. She, I don't know who's running her show, but when you show up at a, a school not wearing a mask and all the kids are masked, I, I don't know, even know what to tell you. Somebody's dropping the ball. There's some idiots involved here. I firmly believe I could run a better show than she does or whoever's running this. I, I, I really do. And it wouldn't take much. It really wouldn't take much. Uh, let's see, number three. NBC News journals are, uh, journos are worried about MSNBC hiring Saki. Okay. They're saying, and I, I said this, and I, I almost spit out my coffee when they said it, because they're afraid it will tarnish their brand. <laughs> NBC NBC's worried that hiring Saki or Saki will tarnish their brand. Tarnish their brand. Like NBC has any brand at all and it's not only tarnished but it's it's in the dirt somewhere all rusted up and corroded as far as i'm concerned i don't know how you say nbc news in the same sentence those two words don't go together so i don't know i just thought that was pretty ridiculous i had to laugh about that one ah let's see oh and this is from the inevitable department. Okay, this one came down straight from the inevitable department that this was going to happen. There was no getting around it. Okay, BLM co-founder blames racism for people noticing that she bought a six million dollar mansion with funds from BLM. Okay, unbelievable. But I knew it was inevitable. BLM blames everything on racism. I don't care what it is. You can be, get caught with your hand in a cookie jar. You can get caught with some, holding a gun to someone's head, and it's all going to be racism. Unbelievable. They're just, they're just sorry they got caught. But they knew they'd get away with it, and nothing will ever happen with this. Nothing will ever happen. There will still be millions of dollars coming into BLM. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen. Even though it's kind of like the Catholic Church. How in the world anyone would donate any money to the Catholic Church anymore? And I'm, I'm not dissing Catholics here. by I, I'm really not. And I understand your position. But from an outsider looking in, I don't understand how you could do that when you know that that's going to, that money, part of that money is going to go to help protecting, you know, people who have been caught, uh, accused of uh, check, uh, child abuse. I, I don't understand that. But anyway, it, the money still will come in. There's some, the BLM. They're going to continue on this down this road. I, I wouldn't surprise me if they didn't buy a bigger house next time, just to spite us. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The next, next story is uh, Chicago public schools are pushing transgender ideology. And here's the interesting part. Without telling parents. And they actually have a, uh, a, a workbook, and they're ex explaining how to get around this. Let's see. I think I've got it here somewhere. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, they've got a, uh, they've got a, what is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, they call it Supporting Gender Diversity Toolkit is what they've got. Now, 
guidelines regarding, regarding the support of transgender and gender non-conforming students. They want to support their privacy, names and pronouns, facilities and overnight trips, and they even have a dress code. Okay, now, to support the privacy, the right to privacy about identity, right to openly discuss and express gender identity and gender expression, discussing students' transition with parent and guardian without students' consent is not permitted and, cre and can create an unsafe situation for the student. There's the other one. Staff shall not disclose a student's gender identity or transgender status without the student's permission or unless authorized by CPS law. So CPS has a law. The Chicago uh, public schools have, have their own laws. Uh, let's see, names and pronouns. Use students' affirm name and pronouns even when they're not around. Okay? Parent consent not required for student name slash gender marker slash pronoun change. So in other words, you don't have to ask the parent about this. I, I mean, I, I, this is unbelievable. And this is coming to a school board near you if you don't get out and vote against it. It is. They're going to find their way into everybody's lives. They really are. And they're, what they're saying is, and I said this before, it, it comes back from what I said about Disney. They're coming after your kids. They are coming at it, and they're coming at it hard. They're going to the hoop fast. They're going to the boards. They really are. And they're not going to let anybody get in their way, much less a parent. Okay? That's, that's absolutely inexcusable in my book. It really is. Uh, let's see. Another story you may have seen. Uh, crime jumps 37% year, year over year in March. Okay, this is in New York City. 37% more crime in New York City. Boy, that's a place I want to go and visit. How about you? Uh, let's see. DOJ puts lawmakers on notice. Okay. The DOJ is putting lawmakers. That means state legislatures. The DOJ is putting them on notice. They're saying, listen, if you do this, we're coming after you. And what are they? What are what are the uh, the state legislatures doing? They're protecting kids from puberty blockers and trans surgeries. They're saying, hey, until you're of age, you shouldn't be allowed to do any of this stuff. And the Department of Justice, our United States Department of Justice, is putting these lawmakers on notice, saying, hey, we're going to come after you if you do that. All right? They're coming. Do you see it? It's coming from all directions all directions. They're coming after your kids. They're literally coming after your children because as I said before, they don't want anything to do with the old people. I'm a dinosaur. I'm just going to be 63. They don't care about me. They want my grandkids. That's who they want. That's and if they change that, they change the world and and it's going to be a all-out war. It really is. It really is. And it, and it's going to go on for quite some time unless unless we can go and we can change the legislature. And I don't even know if that's going to help. I really don't. The midterms are coming up, and I think it's all going to go, it's all going to uh, tip towards the, uh, uh, the Republicans. But whether or not that makes a difference, I really don't know. I, I would like to think it would. I do. But I, I, I'm not 100% sure because with this Department of Justice, with these people, these judges, these prosecutors, they're all Obama uh, people. They really are. And until you get rid of those people, I don't know where this is going to go. 
when you have the Department of Justice threatening lawmakers in other states. That's it's unprecedented in my book. Unprecedented. I've never heard of anything like this. Now, the next story is a guy named Jack Maxey says he'll release. He's going to release erased Hunter Biden laptop material in the coming weeks. All right. Now, first of all, I want to make sure we're all on the same page on this one. This guy, I don't know who this guy is. He's he's a mysterious whistleblower. He actually, he's a co-host of Steve, ba- Steve Bannon's War Room podcast, which is fine. I mean, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But this guy is kind of a, he's kind of a ghost. I don't know who this guy is. Whether or not he's telling the truth, I don't know. He's claiming that there, he had to leave and go to Switzerland because there were black SUVs outside his house. I don't know if that's true. I, I, I mean, again, I don't believe anything anymore. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. When it comes to releasing material on someone, if, it, if it's damning, why are you waiting two weeks? Why are you waiting weeks? You're going to do it in weeks. It's the same thing. What did Tom Arnold? He said he had a, a, uh, a, a, a audio recording of Trump saying the N-word. Right? You remember that? Adam Schiff said he had, a, he had inter, inter, undisputable proof that uh, uh, the Russians were involved in the 2016 election. What, what, what are you kidding me? No one releases this stuff. They say that. And I think that's the same thing with this guy. Because, I mean, he he has no credible, he's, un, he's not credible. Let's put it that way. If it happens, fine. That, that's great. But I, I'm, I'm not holding my breath. I don't, I don't think this guy's real. I think this is more, more of a PR stunt so that hopefully he thinks someone's going to follow him around. I don't think he's got any of this stuff. I really don't. And if and if you've had if you've had any experience in this area, if you're a WikiLeaks follower, and then you you look at what happened to uh, Julian Assange, who's still in prison over his release of information, I don't know that I'd do this. And if and if it is that damning, and you got to run away to to Switzerland because you're afraid someone's going to try and kill you, why not go ahead and release it immediately? Just release it all. Who cares? I don't care. You're talking, you say you got 80,000, what, what was it, gigs? I, I'm not sure what it was. It was a ton of information. Just release it. Put it out there. This guy's trying to make a buck is what he's trying to do. It's, fool me. You're out of your mind. Uh, let's see. Back to home. There's a hospital in Cleveland that's refusing to provide a life-saving kidney transplant to a young boy because his father is not vaccinated. And we're talking about protecting the children. That's what cracks me up. We're so worried about transgender issues in the schools and how everybody's going to treat the kids who are different and bullying and all this stuff. But when it comes to life-saving uh, surgeries and stuff, we're going we're gonna to draw the line there because your dad's not vaccinated. Okay? This makes no sense. The, the, in the entire medical profession should be ashamed of itself after this after this debacle with this vaccine and with the uh, covid uh, it's it's inexcusable what's going on these people are not credible at all anymore and i know you're 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 probably your personal physician you feel is and that's true he probably is i'm not saying he's not i'm not talking about the system and the individuals involved in it i'm talking about the system as a whole they, they should be ashamed of themselves fauci the cdc the WHO, these people should all be just taken out. They, they, they should be disbanded. The entire organization to start from scratch. This is ridiculous. You're going to allow a, a little kid to die because his father, because of religious views, does not want to be vaccinated. What does that have to do with anything? 
What does that have to do with anything? I guarantee they're going to get blowback on this, and I'll probably end up doing the procedure. But at the end of the day, it's pretty bad when you got to you got to take it to this level in order to get anything done. I think it's embarrassing. I think the medical community should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. That's what I think. Uh, let's see. Uh, last uh, last one of the day is a, a really good one because we've been talking about uh, Elon Musk and how he's going to save Twitter and he's the hero and all that. Well, I got news for you. That ain't going to happen, okay? Because Barack Obama came out yesterday, and he said this was in an interview with The Atlantic, okay? The editor-in-chief, Jeff Goldberg, was uh, was doing the interview. I think this was day four yesterday. Barack Obama suggested that uh, social media anonymity should be stripped from people who are rude, lie, or obnoxious, okay? Now, first of all, anonymity... It's pretty important in a social setting like that, social media setting like that. I mean, I, I don't know what Brock's saying. Should we, if if you if you go online, do you have to put your phone number on there that so people who disagree with you can call you? I, I don't know what he's talking about. And and he's the problem. He's the biggest problem here of all of this. Barack Obama was was the Manchurian candidate who's going to take down America. I, I, I've been saying that for years. And it's absolutely true. And this is a perfect example of it. First of all, who's going to make the decision that someone is rude, lies, or is obnoxious? Well, I can tell you who's going to. It's going to be the left. It's going to be the loon left. That's who's going to be able to do it. It's going to be people on Twitter, people on Facebook, people on, you know, uh, well, uh, Pinterest, I think, uh, is has changed their rules. And uh, they're going to be able to... Uh, uh, edit your your posts i think i, I think if I, I think i read that yesterday so it's, it's just a matter of time and if you think twitter is going to turn around and become some bastion for freedom you're out of your mind i don't care who's on the board you know least of all elon musk who's nothing but a pr guy that's all he is at the end of the day i've never been a big fan of his and i'm going to get into that one of these days because it's it's you would not believe you would not believe this guy you really wouldn't but anyway at the end of the day I don't see any of this changing. I don't see, because when you've got the, the former president of the United States suggesting that social media should should change their rules based on who's rude and who lies, and it, I, of course it's not gonna apply to anybody in, on the left. They can lie, they can be rude and obnoxious. Have you met, have you met somebody who's, who's on the left, who's a, who's a, who's a, who is a fanatical lefty who's not rude? I haven't, I haven't. They're usually outspoken. They, they usually got a mouth on them. And when they're losing an argument, they call you a racist, right? Isn't that usually the way it works? So I don't know. I don't think they're going to lose their anonymity over that, would be my guess, because Barack Obama said so, okay? So at the end of the day, none of this is going to change. I, 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 Truth Social is out there that Trump uh, initiated and started. It's had, a, it's had a pretty good start, a lot of people on it. Will it ever compete with Twitter and Facebook? I, I don't know that it will. It may take a long time. Possibly, but at the end of the day, there are there are other places out there to go for free speech. Twitter's not one of them, and Facebook isn't one. I mean, if you use it for anything but posting shit posting, basically, you're wasting your time because you're 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 fighting a losing battle. Those people are nuts. Okay, all right, that's all I got today, and thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I'm I'm enjoying myself. I've been enjoying myself for the last year. Uh, it's April eighth, and Joe Biden is still the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brendan. 
As always, thanks for listening to The Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.